1: We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big Eight Seventy. Mike you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby A. Bear, Charlie Long in studio. We're gonna to go to our Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text line and we have with us Blake Rafino from RU You Serious Network. And Blake, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon
0: hey guys what's going on how
1: we doing uh doing good Blake right off the bat what uh, sometimes spring games this is the biggest Mirage in the world uh, Richie Pettibone used to tell me that about preseason Mike don't pay no attention to that preseasons the biggest preseason the biggest Mirage in the world and I, I look at spring games the same way uh, sort to speak there's always an MVP in there and then you don't hear about him when he comes back to uh, uh hitting the regular season, but what do you look forward to seeing here? Because uh, we get it that this team is a different look than a year ago. You were still trying to rebuild your offensive line. Um, Your defensive line had some holes here and there. You didn't know what you had with Harold Perkins. Your secondary is still a question mark, and yet it all pieced together. Now, this year you can still say – Not quite sure what you got at corner, Um, and that's a question mark, and you have gotten better along the, certainly along the offensive and defensive lines. Your thoughts, and you know who your quarterback's going to be. It's going to be Jaden Daniels, so what are you looking most forward to Saturday?
0: Um, Yeah, Mike, for me, I mean, look, the the great Dennis Rowland, God rest his soul, used to tell us every camp in in spring football, and then when Mike Lucas took, took over, it's, how has the individual player gotten better, right? Like, so are there certain individuals like Tank along among the defensive line that have gotten better? Who has gotten better? How does the offensive line look? You know, Mike, I mean, I talk – you can talk to Brad Davis. You can talk to a lot of guys. I'm looking at center uh, with Marlon Martinez. How How has that position gotten better? And then – Mike, I think for me, I know that we have a lot of talent, or LSU has a lot of talent uh, at wide receiver, but you led the SEC in drops. Yep. I want to see some things get better there. And the guy that I've been focusing on a lot, and I know that we talked about this last week, we did a whole video on him, was the the incoming freshman Kyle Parker. Mike, he is lighting dudes up. Yep. So I want to see how that continues to translate in a, I'd say a quote-unquote game-type scenario but for me, the individuals, O-line, D-line, and I want to see how, how these wide receivers respond to having a – to them, as an LSU standard, below average season.
1: Blake, one of the things for me is, man, if something happens to Mason Taylor at tight end, uh, I at least want a glimpse of that freshman tight end you're going to play. Because right now, that that's what you got. You got a bunch of young kids that have never played one snap – uh, in the SEC now, Mason didn't either last year, but he came through for you. Um, and I'm always concerned about injuries. It's it's something I guess I mean, I got that mentality like a coach. You always worried about it. But the tight ends, the young ones, is something I want to keep an eye on Saturday.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, look, Mac Marquay. I mean, the puns are correct. He is a Mac truck. I think that they get much better when it comes to him being in the in-line from a blocking standpoint, when you lay your eyes on him, you're going to know who he is. I mean, he's got biceps bigger than my head. I mean, the kid is well put together. The question is, is you know, he's had some struggles early, Mike, separating in camp um, from a, 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 you know, just a pass route standpoint. But once he gets the ball in his hands, good luck bringing him down, Hoss. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, so I, I'm there with you. I think that they have got to do, you know, some some more things there. I mean, look, my Pension is not going to be an inline job, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> no, I <No>. get that. <laughs> so you you got some things that you got you got to work on at, at that position. I, I'm interested, Mike. You know, Brian Kelly was asked last week in reference to with the portal being open and opened now. What would he look at? And the first thing he mentioned was. Well, is there a guy that you know we might like at tight end? And I mean, I'm just like I'm sitting here thinking, like, man. I mean, you 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 do have four, but you have three freshmen in that mix, along with a true sophomore. So I, I, I'm with you there. But Matt Markway has done some really impressive things. You know, when you get that All 22 copy and you look at what he's done on the in line from a blocking standpoint, I think him and Mason are going are to play are going to rotate a, a, a fair amount. Uh, in fall camp, especially when it comes down to the goal line. Now, Brian Kelly told us today, uh, yeah, well, yeah, it was today, that they're going to go goal line, and he's going to get he's going to get his fair share. So we're going to see the first map, day one, game one, what that kid can do. And I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm really intrigued to see how he performs.
2: Now, uh, Blake, uh, this caught my attention because uh, we all trust uh, Coach Kelly. And obviously, the quarterback and the head coach—they uh, get a lot of the glory, or too much of the glory, sometimes too much of the blame. But uh, when I saw Coach Kelly uh, making this statement uh, when talking about Jane Daniels, that I think he could be the best quarterback in the country, <laughs> and he said there's no doubt. So I don't know Caleb Williams and all. So you look just—you know—North Carolina, USC, yeah, and all yeah. that.
1: That make kid at North Carolina is pretty good. But too. wait, mm-hmm. but for
2: him, but, but for him to make that statement. I don't know about Nussmeier and all, and Ricky Collins in the future, and that's the future. But that's a, you have to be encouraged as a LSU fan when your head coach, who is not his first rodeo, when he says, "I think Jaden Daniels could be the best quarterback in the country." There's no doubt. That that is whoa. That, huge. that, that, that that's huge. A huge statement. Uh, it, it's
0: it, it's huge. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm with you. I mean, I don't know if he's better than Drake Mayer or Caleb Williams, but but. One thing is one thousand percent for certain. They have worked religiously with him getting the ball down the field and when you get your eyes on him, he's Brian is not lying about him being too damn. I mean, what was he? A buck eighty five, let's call it. Uh, what, what, maybe
1: maybe a little bit more, Blake, but I don't think any I don't think that second number was a nine.
0: <laughs> I don't think it I don't think it was either. So but he he, he is he's over two hundred. He I think Brian Kelly is right. He does look about 210. Um, One thing that I did like with him that I've just seen so far is just quicker decision-making, not the ball down the field, just the quicker decision-making, being the leader, being the guy, being more vocal. Um, Is he the best quarterback in the country right now? No. But can he do something different that those other dudes don't have? Maybe. Because what do you stop now? If he is able to hit that ball fifteen to twenty yards down the field at let's just say sixty-five percent rate, what are you going to do? You can't put right. the guys down the box anymore. You're going to have to. You're going to have to defend that. So he has gotten a lot better. The best quarterback in the country right now, I think, is a little bit of a stretch.
2: Now, uh, Blake, uh, when you look at obviously the weapons, uh, what is your take? because we were talking about this uh, postseason going into spring. Uh, An entering spring, uh, who would emerge uh, alongside Malik Neighbors uh, as far as who you think, because you know, you need like two or three guys. Uh, what, what is your evaluation with the receiving core and maybe who has emerged to maybe uh, be that guy alongside Malik Neighbors?
0: I've taken some plaques for this, but I'm going to stand by. You can't leave the SEC in drops again. I, I look of all the groups that have the most talent that in my personal opinion at times have underperformed the last two seasons and I think Brian Kelly and Coach O would say probably say the same thing has been that position group at times collectively. They've had good things. I, I'm gonna to continue to say Kyle Parker until we see Aaron Anderson on the field. Kyle Parker legitimately in, in the in the day that we saw, Zy Alexander, Denver Harris, Deuce Chestnut's not out there, but um I forget the other corner and the reps that we saw, he lit all three of them up in three in three reps. I mean, they've been calling the kid seven eleven. I think we talked about that last time. That kid has been wide open, and he's been running with the ones. He's been in there with Jaden at times at that slot, moving Malik Neighbors out into that exposition, and then Kyron Lacey has been a guy that has been really had a good connection. Uh, with Jaden so far, but but, but, so but he teams drops.
2: But but Blake Ky- Kyron Lacy he drops the ball too much. I
1: agree. That that's I what agree. that's what Blake has been saying. That man, this receiving core. When you lead the league in drops, yeah. come on, you, you got to be better in, in that particular apartment. You got to catch the football when it's out there. Now, a lot of people early on, oh, Jaden Daniels, is his fault. He's not throwing the football to, uh, to Boutte enough. Well, all I know is when he threw it to Bute, half the time he was dropping
0: it. Well, it was Way like too many drops. The re- well, he shattered the SEC record for drop rates. Uh, D- uh, Dwayne Bowe led it the year before he had eye surgery, 7.8%. Payshon had 18.7%. So uh, again, when when we sit, when I sit here personally and I look at it and say, okay, well, at, at the same token, what if he, what if it's nine percent? Well, the collected data, and I'm not a, I'm not a sad dude, but we do it in April. The collected stats says guys that he has another 800 yards passing, okay, from the drops. that's based off of that. So when, when I look at it, you, that's just, that is legitimately, legitimately an area that they have to get better at. And if they don't get better at that specific area, it's, it's going to be tough on them. It's going to be tough. You know, from a league standpoint, I mean, that connection that those two dudes have, though, is ridiculous. But, I mean, it, it's, it's really ridiculous how good they've been together.
1: Your thoughts on Trey Holly at running back? I mean, I saw him play a lot in high school, and yeah, he reminds me a little bit of Dalton. Um, you know, I saw Dalton at Patterson, and they have some similarities. They sort of built the same. Uh, Dalton maybe was a tad taller, but not much taller than than Trey is. And you know, he's the type of guy yeah, he wants it. Uh, you know, if, if difficult spot, some guys they're not crazy about. So, so, so Mike, did he enroll early or some uh,
2: in school? So that had to help
1: him. Yeah, and and but Trey's a guy that I think is a quick pickup individual, and I, I think he, I think he is going to make an impact on this team quickly at LSU.
0: Well, I think him, Mike, and I'm going to be honest. I am a Caleb Jackson Homer. Right? I mean, I just I got you, man. I mean, man, that kid, I mean, both of them, you know. Um, you know, it's funny, Mike, you do say that, though. Um, the first practice we went out there, my man was overwhelmed, okay? So, he, he didn't know. I don't think he knew his, his right from his left. But then, you know, as you go to the last practice and he's running the rest, and I think Noah Kane has really just been so big for him and his maturity. I, I mean, the pass throw that you see, the, the things that he's done, I think that you'll see – saturday just how good of a back that you that he can potentially be what i didn't realize is how quickly he could get to the edge oh yeah i didn't you know so i was a little taken back by that my man can get to the edge pretty quick so i'm really liking what i'm seeing from old from old Trey. but I, look man I, i'm a caleb jackson fan have been i'm really intrigued to see him too but noah kane we're not talking enough about him I think that we're gonna have to we're gonna have to start talking about him a little bit more.
1: The cornerback position, because man, if we get questions, it's about that. Because you know, at one time, like that was the strength of this football team for you could say a decade. Uh, that you knew who those corners were going to be now.
2: We would say DBU. I don't don't know about DBU. uh, We got to the point after the Mississippi State game, it was DBU.
1: (laughs) Now you got to get a program to figure out who the corners, the nickel guy and the two starters on the edge are uh, right now. But it was funny that Coach Kelly brought this up in that final press conference. I'm going to play young people. Uh, Now, some people are not going to like it. But I'm going to play those young guys. I don't want these one and dones. I want a guy that is going to be here a couple years. And I'm interested to see if he sticks with that.
0: Mike, the way that I took that when we were sitting there, doesn't that feel like he's talking about Denver Harris? Yep. I mean, it just so – look, Denver is just a dude, man. I mean, I I don't – I'm not going to put him in the realm of the guys that you've seen in the past. I I can't do that. But he just looks the part. You know, if he plays the way that he looks, then you really do got something. And I think that what's been interesting, I think, uh, for some people, I think they knew that Zion Alexander was was a good FCS corner. What I don't think people realized was how long he was and to be as fast as he is. So those two dudes have really stood out. I, look, as much as we talked about DBU or, or LSU secondary last year, they, from a statistical standpoint, they were better on passing yards allowed than the front seven was in rush yards allowed. So LSU rushing was in the 50s, where LSU defensive pass yards allowed were in the 30s. I think they were 34. Well, so I think they've gotten better there, to be honest with you, Mike they got so much talent there is my thing. Denver Harris, Zion, Deuce, J.K. not going – you're not going to beat J.K. Johnson in a race. I promise you. There's not a, I, don't think, I don't know if there's a player on that team right now, maybe outside Jalen Brown or Chris Hilton, they can beat J.K. Johnson in a race. they got speed. they got talent. Can they put it together is the ultimate question.
2: Now, uh, Blake, looking at the offensive line, uh, you've got to win up front. And uh, okay. so what is your take? Because, uh, you know, I've talked to Tiva about this, uh, that, you know, the center position, uh, you basically the quarterback of the offensive line. You look at Charles Turner, the senior, with his experience, and then uh, have an opportunity. He's also senior uh, M- Martinez. Uh, you know, my yeah. understanding, he considered leaving this offseason. And then uh, Coach Kelly, on the first day of spring practice, that he might transfer during maybe the second portal, but then uh, my understanding, Martino said last week that he's going to stay. I guess uh, competition brings out the best in all of us uh, after taking first-team uh, center reps this spring. What is your take on that as Turner recovers from the knee injury uh, you know, going forward uh, come August and, and this fall? It seems like that, that that could be potentially a heated battle, which is, is, to me is good for the team uh, when you have a guy uh, like Turner and Martinez going against each other.
0: No doubt. And I, I think Marlon, for what it's been worth, I think, I mean, he's a guy that Brian Kelly's brought up every, uh, every press conference. You know, what's interesting about it, we, uh, we have not seen a lot of the line play. Okay. That's one thing that at least I have not seen a lot of. Okay. They've had a lot of guys banged up there. The one thing, and I, I would love to hear what T Bob's got to say about it, too. I, what I, from a center perspective, I want to know: is he getting the calls down? Is he getting the projections down? How is he doing in that round? Because Marlon has shown Florida 2020, Florida 2021, that he can physically do it, okay? So my question ultimately for, like, a guy like Marlin would be ultimately, is he getting it down mentally? Because right. that was the crutch that he had last year. My ultimate thing has been with Mason Luntzer coming in, with Miles Frazier being a little banged up, and you got the big dude in Lance Hurd, do you have a situation where you're going to move Emory Jones into right guard? I think ultimately you do and Lance goes to right tackle, yep. but then what do you do with Mason? So I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a riches here that's something that we right. have dudes that can actually play. But for right now, I, I think that you have your ends at the current moment and it's a battle in the interior. I think Mason wants, going to come in and take one of those spots. So Who's going to be that other guard? Going to be ultimately be
1: the question. Yeah, because if I could put Charles Turner's sort of head on Marlon Martinez's body, I'd have it. Oh no, you'd have the right. You know, Turner knows what to do. <laughs> yeah. No, he now again he's not a big body center, and that's not the type center Brian wants, but last year, you know, he did a serviceable job. I thought he did solid across the board, but he's a smart cat. He knows what to do, and he can make the calls. Blake, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Thanks, really guys. appreciate it, bud.
0: Thanks, Blake. Thanks, guys. See you all next time. Goodbye. Appreciate
1: it. Blake Rufino from You RU Serious Network covering LSU sports. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break.